and good afternoon, everybody. We're a little early here on Beckett Labs Presents, but that's because I had to make time for my good friend, the guy that I love, the beard that you all know, Mr. Mike Fruitman. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm, I'm inside my car right now. I'm not avoiding my collectors. I, uh, I can't be in the shop right now because I'm going to get too many questions. And how much is this? And can I buy this? And uh, so here we are in the, uh, the, the Honda Cross Tour. Yes. Is somebody at least manning the office or are, are the inmates running the, the shop right now? No, it's, it's like Halloween at the house. You put everything up front. You say, like, take one and <laughs> it's on the show. Until that first guy, until that first guy like pours the whole bag and then the uh, and the whole bucket and the uh, anyway, yeah. So then it's all bad. So hey, I wanted to bring you on and thank you for your time today. I want to say thank you to Dynasty Breaks as well for being a part of the uh, the show today and sponsoring it. Go check them out at dynastybreaks.com and you'll get five dollars off your first break there. But uh, last night I had Rob Bertrand on the show and we talked about National Hobby Shop Day and he's got a list of 150 dealer or LCSs that are going to be a part of this. Uh, wonderful event coming this Saturday. And on that list, and I'm not surprised to, to, to see your name, but I was like, hey, that's my card shop. I want to talk to Mike Fruitman about National Hobby Shop Day and then come to find out this is kind of like your brainchild. Like you you kind of maybe you and Mike Ant, which is not surprising, kind of put this in motion. Is, is this true? So, yeah, a bunch of years ago, it was uh, Rana, who's got a shop in Wyoming, myself yeah. and Mike Ant. We were all uh, – Having dinner downtown, Rhonda was eating something vegetarian because he's healthy and a vegetarian. Anyway, so we're all sitting there. We're like, why don't we have like a big, big, crazy day? And and back then, there was always like a lull between Thanksgiving. Like Thanksgiving would hit, Black Friday, it'd be crazy over the top. Uh, the, there were promotions that were involving Black Friday mm -hmm. back then. And um, so it was always like that rush right initially. And then it was kind of a lull until like the week before, maybe the 10 days before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And also, my shop's anniversary is like December 11th. So wow. I was thinking, man, how do we create an event that that allows me to have a great anniversary party and at the same time help seemingly every other shop that wants to participate? Um, GTS, uh, Rob Rob works for GTS, and he's got, they already had a promotion called Jersey Palooza. So it's just simply a matter of saying, hey, look, you've got this great program already in place. What we'd like to do is we like to extend this to another buying opportunity for shops. And basically the way it works is um, card. there's a list available, shops buy off that list, and every incremental purchase, um, there are free items that you get to choose from to give out to your collectors. And then beyond that, there's also a base level of support that comes from just being part of the program. There's an incredible list of sponsors that I wouldn't mind uh, appropriately uh, suggesting, excuse me, complimenting for their uh, involvement. But it's a great way for shops to completely put on a, a free event um, it's a free event to collectors, uh, very minimum purchases involved. Uh, we're, we're giving away at the shop. We, we hit a level where we have a Giannis um, autographed jersey that we're giving away. Um, but then there's all sorts of other great product that we're price support that we're doing that day. And we're going to kick in a few things from the shop that above and beyond what we've been given by GTS. So go ahead and, and hey, not, we talk about those those sponsors last night, but I would love to hear from you. Uh, what I mean, those sponsors that are uh, kicking in here? What do you think about those guys? Well, I, I think it's awesome that everybody can get together. Um, you know, there we've seen splintering recently in the industry, and here he is. We've got an opportunity for everybody to get together, and the list of folks who have gotten together on this is really impressive. I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to make it suggest that I'm completely reading this as I recite the names of Panini, Leaf, Upper Deck, Tops, Cryptozoic, eBay, PSA, BGS, Ultra Pro, Onyx, and historic autographs all got together. Um, Rob did a great job once again uh, organizing everybody so that hobby shops can have a tremendous uh, national hobby shop day. 
No, I, I there are three names. There are three. All of those are great. I don't want to downplay any of those. But Cryptozoic, Historic Autographs, and Onyx are are three great companies that I don't think get enough love in this space. And all three of those companies have great leadership. All three of those companies put out great products. And to know that those guys are behind this as well is exciting to me as a collector because I might get to see a product that I that I wouldn't otherwise see on, on a shelf. Does that make sense? Completely does. Um, I know Cryptozoic a few years ago had a great sample pack. We haven't we haven't gotten our kits yet. I know we're going to see them very soon. But they had a great sample pack that depicted multiple different product lines. So for me, it was a great opportunity to see what was out there um, above and beyond what I knew of the company. I mean, it was it was almost a learning experience for myself as well. They they that, that company in particular, I'm really excited about. You don't hear a lot. Sadly, their social media guy passed away a couple of years ago, but uh, they, I don't think they do uh, as much on social media anymore. But I love their products, especially if you're into non-sport stuff. It's great. And then those sample packs, I'm sure, would have wonderful items for like they, the licenses that they have are amazing if you're into superheroes at all. They're really fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing what those might be. I'm a Rick and Morty guy. I remember they had a Rick and Morty set a few years ago. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the sample pack offers this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, you said that uh, they're going to go maybe above and beyond with some, some extra things. Do you care to add in what those things might be from your shop? Um, we've got a lot of autographs from uh, from signings that we hosted this year. Um, one of the one of the coolest events. We, we, we're finally getting back in autograph sessions. So right. it's not at the level that we want to. A lot of players are still hesitant and I don't want to be the reason that a Bronco misses the game. So um, we had Dalton Reisner doing autograph session for us. And I know he's an offensive lineman. He's not the sexiest pick, but uh, gives a ton back to charity. Just an incredible guy. Um, very engaging. We had him uh, a few uh, weeks ago for a signing. So we're going to be including some autographs from him. And we'll, we'll go through. We want to make sure that everybody gets something really cool that day. Um, the prize support is incredible. Uh, being able to win a Giannis autographed jersey is remarkable. It's something we're looking forward to sharing. But we really want to make it something special. I mean, it is National Hobby Shop Day. Um, we, we, you know, it's kind of like, I always feel like it's in Caddyshack when the caddies get the pool for 15 minutes. Mm. Um, but, but I'm looking forward to it. it it's, you know, we've, we've grown it up over the last few years. Uh, we, we, there was no Hobby Shop Day last year, even though GTS did send out jerseys uh, completely free just for, you know, supporting their product lines. Um, but, you know, here it is, you know, it's back and, you know, it's, it's maybe for some people who haven't been to a hobby shop in, in two years, a year and a half. Maybe this is a great welcome back opportunity to go find your local scarf shop. Um, I did look. There is a Facebook page for this. So if you type in National Hobby Shop Day on Facebook, it will take you to a page and there is a complete list. I believe you said there's 160 stores that are part of it. Hopefully there's one by you. And if there isn't, go, you know, maybe it's time to trek out. Every store who did this had to spend a, a decent amount of money to get a gift uh, for you guys, so for their collectors. So maybe it's an opportunity to find a card shop that's willing to step up that isn't necessarily in your background and backyard, sorry. And if you have a shop that isn't part of it, say, hey, man, why, why weren't you part of this? Were you not made available? And you know, here it is. I'm a collector, and I'm hoping that in 2022, you've got the opportunity to offer this to us. It's uh, I, I just posted the link a, a moment ago to the uh, to the Facebook page. It's 150 shops, and as I look at this, I'm like, man, there's something here. Hopefully, close to to, to someone, at least within a hundred mile radius, for someone to go get out and, and check it out. But I see that there's just two in Colorado, and I don't. I, I, I'm if you want to mention the other one in Colorado, you certainly can. But I think that's 
what's the what's the card shop scene like there in Colorado? I used to live there, and I still call you my card shop, but I'm just seeing two there now. I, I, it's getting bigger. In fact, actually, I heard of another shop that's opening up this morning. Well, this morning, I heard of them opening up, so mm-hmm. they've got a little bit of time. Um, it's it's very strong. I, I, you know, it's a it's kind of a weird time to open a card shop if you're not existing. You know, you, it's it's difficult to get direct. It's it's about impossible to get direct. It's it's tough to get on with the distributor and, and get an allocation. So, I mean, I'm I wish everybody the best. I mean, I really do. I know this sounds weird. I I don't get into the competition thing. I run a Facebook uh, page for card shop owners. We can all get together and do idea exchange. I don't I don't look at it as if another shop in the area gets better. I don't see it as a hindrance. I see it as growing the hobby. Yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. But do we get a, do we have to take a shot every time we say a rising tide lifts all ships? I've heard, I've heard that phrase so much. Um, man, man, okay. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> um, but but I, I, it's a very encouraging thing. I mean, the last thing I want to see is card shops closing. I think that's a scarier proposal to me. I, I hate it when mm-hmm. I, I take it as a great compliment. Somebody visits the shop and they say, wow, you know, you've got not just the current stuff. You go back a ways. You've got a section for every card or every team and you know you've got quarter boxes you've got things that a lot of shops don't even offer and you know they'll they'll lament they'll say wow you know they don't, i don't even have a card shop by me and i find that really bothersome so the idea of card shops opening up pretty much everywhere i find to be a very healthy idea and uh hopefully, hopefully in a few years that uh, we're, we're not really getting our actions with, with where the industry goes but um it, i find it to be very I, i'd much rather have it set up where shops are opening than closing that it, it, it's obviously much better that way. And as I look through again, as I look through this list, there's 150 shops. There's actually 152 shops if you count the two that are overseas. I don't know oh. that you have a. I don't know that you have a lot of knowledge about overseas hobby shops, but that's and no pun intended. That seems foreign to me. I just don't like. I don't know how that would even work. Do you have any concept about card shops overseas and how how that works? Like, well, I mean, they don't have the same product as we do, right? I stay in touch with Grayson at a uh, Cherry Breaks. Yeah, yeah. So um, Grayson's been a friend for close to a decade. It's great being able to meet him and so many other shop owners from uh, from attending industry events. Um, I don't know too many other international shop owners. Uh, I, when I was in uh, th- this summer, I got to go work some Foo Fighter shows in Alaska. So mm-hmm. I know Alaska is part of the U.S. But I, I got to go visit the first card shop I've ever visited in Anchorage. So I got to visit Bosco's up there, which was cool to see and. They are definitely thriving up there. I would, I would hope that they'd see the same. Jeez, I, I, I don't know. Can those guys get direct? How are they? How are they buying? I don't know, but Bosco's is on the list, so okay, that's that's good. I guess. I mean, yeah. that's wonderful, actually. I, yes, as, no. I, as, as I look through the list, I see a lot of familiar names that you and I would both recognize. So, uh, have you seen the whole list, Mike? No, I, I have not scrolled through it. I, I was in Vegas the last four days, so I'm still playing catch-up with everything in my life. You're still playing catch-up. Okay, I won't bombard you then with questions about the list. It just, everybody, just go check out the link that I posted. Uh, on Facebook, just search National Hobby Shop Day. You'll find it. And the list of the 150 participants will be the pin post right up top, so you can't miss it. Uh, there, and, again, there seems to be a, a hobby shop uh, in everywhere, and at least a, a state close that hopefully you can drive to. Now, I want to talk to you and switch gears a little bit talk about the end of the year product dump and I, and I call it a product dump but i mean that in the most sincere way we have so many products coming out between now and december 31st that i can't even keep track of them all as a card shop owner is this an exciting time for you or are you like oh my god i have so much work to do um 
I would say it's a mix. Uh, I literally, I was just, I, I came out here, I broke away. We just got in Tops Chrome Black. And what I do is when I get an e when I get a product that comes out, I, I steal pictures online. I, I, I steal checklists and I come up with an email. And, and, and I happen to note on the uh, sell sheet for Tops Chrome Black, it was solicited to release in October. So um, in, in general, okay, so right now I'm excited about having product on my shelf. We, we always do but I'm excited to be able to offer new product to our collectors. Um, we don't have a lot of stuff that's kind of left over that I'm looking at. They're really concerned about. Uh, I think there's some general concern about baseball products. Uh, I counted the other day. It was a uh, more than one hand's worth of products that are coming out just from tops alone before the end of the year. Um, and, and we haven't seen the brush back, uh, brush back baseball um, that we, that I was concerned about initially with, um, with the lockout. So we may see more of that growing. And, and that was, I think, a lot of concern for shop owners. Right now, the more basketball, football, and hockey we can get, certainly the better. Mm-hmm. Um, is there concern about baseball? I don't know. I mean, Bowman Draft, lock. Um, Topps Chrome Black has developed a pretty strong following rather quickly. Uh, Bowman's best, not a problem at all. I apologize for not remembering every other Topps release. I'm certainly not slamming on them Topps by not bringing them up. But um, I think we have maybe fewer concerns than we might have had maybe four or five years ago where the base level collecting wasn't as strong. So um, not not really an issue there. Uh, I would I would take many more football offerings. Um, you know, here it is. We've we haven't seen a ton come out in the last few months. I mean, Donruss, Absolute, XR, uh, Classics, Age 2. It's been a much shorter list. And uh, now that Mac Jones, I mean, the guy went two for three the other night. He's incredible. Um, the the sorry, <laughs> I had so much, I had so much hope for that game. I was flying back from Vegas and and, and I landed in Denver, and I'm looking at the score. And, and and right when I landed, I pulled up his stats. He was one for one. Anyway, so I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be great. You've got Mac Jones, which is gonna power 2021 football, and, and you've got Allen, which may you know do another solid kick for uh, 2018. Mm-hmm. And I saw this. And I, I didn't know what was going on with the weather. I'm like, oh, my God, this is clearly not what I was hoping for. Um, <laughs> however, you know, we've really had a dearth of, of product this year for football. So anything we can get before the holiday season would be incredibly well-received. I remember last year it was a prison day. I'm pretty sure I'm right. It was December 2nd. We actually hired an off-duty officer to be in the store that day because we were concerned about that product and, and the response. So here it is. It's December 2nd and uh, or well past December 2nd. And, Still waiting for that. Um, you know, and I understand, and, and this is not the fault or assigned blame. I mean, I understand acquisition of um, autographs, um, printing time, acquisition of materials. I listened to the uh, interview recently with Jason from Upper Deck. He's talking about the glue, the, the finish on cards being hard to get. Concept, yeah. you know, we just say just make it, print it, you know, just deliver it to us. Um, so I understand the, the supply side chains impacting the, the ability for cards to be released. Um, to get back to where you're going, uh, I would say let's bring all the products out possible before Christmas. And uh, at least my shop, we're not concerned. Good. That's real good. Now, you mentioned Josh Allen. And I want to ask you, just because of uh, how relatively close you are to Wyoming, is there any residual collecting done of Josh Allen in the greater Denver metro area because he played at Wyoming? Or, Great question. It's 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 hard to say specifically. I would say it's more so based upon his his play, okay. um, and the fact that Buffalo is one of those. They're they're like a really strong collected team. There's the the you know the the oh geez I'm gonna was it what Buffalo Nation I'm I'm, get, I'm getting it wrong. I'm sorry for not Bill's, remembering Bill's, Bill's Mafia. 
Bill's Mafia. Sorry. Oh, wow. It stands out. I should completely know this. They are they're a very hardcore, fervent group. It's kind of like a like a like a second tier baseball player, like like, like that just heavily collected. Like Molina used to be until he just got too good, where everybody became aware of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I would certainly say that you know the once they finally got a quarterback, uh, there was definitely a ton of interest. And it was it. I'm happier that the uh, the Josh from the local area did better than the other Josh from uh, the California team. <laughs> well, I mean, there is that, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'll take Josh Allen over Josh Rosen, sir. Every day. I mean, I, where is Josh Rosen right now? Last I saw he was with Miami, and I don't even think he's there anymore. Oh, geez. I don't know. Well, Geno Smith can stay in the league. I'm sure Josh Rosen could keep a job for quite a few years. I'm, I'm sure he could. I mean, Chase Daniels has been in the league forever. He's played, what, six downs? I don't know. Maybe maybe seven? Paxton Lynch every few years popped up somewhere. Why not? Why not? Do you have – now – I guess this is really inside, but th- those who know you know that you're from Miami. Do you have any love for the Dolphins at all, or is it still is it all Broncos all the time for you? Yeah, after being out here for th- over thirty years, uh, it's it's hard to when you're when you move. You know, for the first years, you know, you want to represent certainly, and then just everything you see out here, it's Bronco orange. I mean, I can the Bronco the sunsets are Bronco orange. Everything, mm-hmm. you know, so. Um, I always pay attention when when Phoenix lost, when Arizona lost finally, and and the Dolphins remained the only team in perfect fill. Uh, I I do pay attention to that absolutely, and you know if the if the Broncos can't win the championship, it might as well be the Dolphins. There you go. I got you. So I, I want to follow up with one more question, and then we're going to get to the final five. Uh, I interviewed you and Joe Davis back to, almost two years ago now at the beginning of the pandemic, and we were talking about change. What had to change in in LCSs for you guys to stay relevant and, and hopefully successful through the pandemic? It's been almost two years since that interview. I wanted to ask you now, and I, I don't expect you to remember the, the whole interview or anything, but what did you what did, what did Mike Fruitman and Mike Stadium Sports Cards learn uh, through the pandemic, and how have you adapted? The biggest thing that I've learned when the pandemic began is, and I'm going to say this and it's going to come across wrong and I'm going to regret it immediately, but how important I am to my collectors. Now, mm-hmm. and at the same time, I learned how important they are to myself and to my shop and to my family. Um, I remember going live basically every single night. I came to my shop, we got shut down, and um, we went live during the day when somebody wanted a personal and we would go live every single night for a scheduled two hours, although we were kicking it to three, four, five, six hours. And where it really hit me is um, we had a collector who came by one day and I hadn't seen him since COVID began. And and he was, I guess, ghosting. He was watching all of our clips, but not, um, not, not saying anything. And I, I'm like, how are you doing? And he said, you know, I'm okay. And the way he said it, I just didn't believe him. So we, we went out front and we actually talked and, um, he really, after a few minutes, really opened up how when the pandemic began, and I know this is different from the question you asked, um, when the pandemic began, he had, wasn't in a relationship, his family wasn't here, and he didn't have a job. And he was sitting at home doing nothing and couldn't change that. And so he, he was talking about pretty some pretty dark things. And I'm not, I mean, I don't, I'm not a hero. I didn't save his life. I didn't do anything like that. But I gave him something to do. And every time I go live, I'm reminded of that, that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm able to be a part of my collector's lives and not to overreach on it, but, you know, I've, I've got a responsibility to um, put on a good show, to be enthusiastic, to be fun. 
And in my case, I keep it clean. Um, and that's important to me. And my, I ask that everybody who watches keeps it clean. But it's it's the it reminded me more so of what that what I have. I, I don't have a store. I've got a shop. I don't have customers. I, I, I have collectors. Um, I, I hate the word customers. I don't use it. Um, not, not that there's anything wrong with another store does. But it, it just reminds me of, of the bond that I have with my collectors. Um, it, do I go live more than I used to? Sure, we go live three nights a week. Um, are we trying to listen to our collectors and, and do more of what they want in the shop? Of course. Um, you know, do I try to have the strongest collection so I can be most things for most people? Of course. And, and but I've always felt those ways. But realizing what I was to someone, uh, what the shop and going live was to someone, I would say that's the biggest thing I learned. And I don't know if that has its change, but that's the biggest thing I learned. So okay, that's I mean that's a good that's a good. It's a good place to stop and, and actually kind of reflect on things. And I hope everybody who was listening to that heard it and thought about it. And hopefully as we go into 22, uh, you guys can uh, maybe, I don't want to, I don't want that to sound arrogant or smug, but maybe appreciate your LCS a little bit more, you know, uh, there, maybe do that. Maybe. So uh, you can really appreciate your LCS, especially if they're a part of national hobby shop day uh, this Saturday, go have a lot of fun. I got to ask one more hobby shop day question. I know that shops will bring out, uh, you know, pizza or donuts or that kind of stuff. I know that you have a brand new New York deli right next to your shop. What, what are the chances of some pastrami sandwiches or something being there? <laughs> okay, so it's 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 right over there. Here we'll say, yeah, it's out there, New York deli. So it's a New York deli, but they don't have pastrami. So um, I haven't tagged it. I haven't ripped down their sign. Um, they have all sorts of great meats. It's it's kind of a Russian deli. Wow. So there's great stuff in there. And yeah, I would love to have some pastrami in my store. Um, we've got a great donut shop that's up the street that maybe I shouldn't go as often as I do. Um, we're we're going to have like fat packs, the card shop. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> sorry, flashback for you there. Um, okay. We will have a great array of donuts. We will have um, afternoon grub as well. And we will, of course, present it in a safe fashion so that everybody can enjoy it safely. Um, and, and here's to GTS for offering. Each store gets $100 in food credit. Obviously, they can go well above that. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to I just, I try to throw a party in my shop every single day. And here's one where it's fully licensed and fully authorized and uh, fully supported. So looking forward to taking lots of pictures of kids, having a great time, seeing some lapsed collectors and making sure the guys are coming every week. Just have as good a time as possible. Awesome. Guys, go check them. If you're in Colorado, Take this. I, mean, I you don't need me to, to boost your ego anymore, but go go check Mike Stadium Sports Card out. That Mike has been my sports card shop since I was 19. I only get up there every a couple of years now, but when I do, I go there and I love it even more. So go check out Mike's. And if you have a place that's near you, if you if you don't know, go check out the list uh, on Facebook National Hobby Shop Day and see if uh, uh, LCS is participating near you. All right, Mike, it's time for the final five. I don't think you and I have ever done the final five together. So uh, this is the part of the show where, granted, I don't think you have an issue doing this. We're going to show a little bit of personality as we ask you five random questions that do have do not have anything to do with sports cards or the like. Are you ready for this, sir? I I'm sitting down. Sure, go right ahead. All right. If you were a villain, if you were a super villain or a criminal mastermind, what would your calling card be? Uh, super, uh, the super uh, security guy, something like that. Able able to evict people out of venues and, and with the. Uh... <laughs> I, I do concert security, so right. I'm just trying to incorporate there. The uh, super victor. Okay. All right. I got you. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? 
I don't know if you get the right chicken there. If he chokes on a chicken, then then I, I'm saying one. Just one. If you get a, if you get the right one, I got you. Yeah. Uh, I I've done this before. I I'm willing to bet that you have just because of our age. And when I ask this to younger people, they look at me like I'm crazy. But have you ever licked a nine volt battery? Completely, absolutely, yes, absolutely. More than once, right? Like it's it's <laughs> early on, perhaps yes, and maybe <laughs> multiple lickings, yes, I yes. Okay. Yeah, that's one and done. What slogan or jingle got stuck in your head forever? Uh, the answer the answer is 42. 42. The answer is 42. From the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. I've never seen that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna it's, watch it's, it. there's a there's a movie version, and of course you can read all four parts of the trilogy. Okay. All four parts of the trilogy. <laughs> it, it's Douglas Adams, it's great works. Okay. And final. Uh, question: You look like a guy whose might has and partaken in such a thing. But what is your favorite microwavable food? Popcorn. Popcorn, hands down. Uh, it, yeah. You're not gonna go pizza bagels or or hot pockets or the microwave. It's, it's the microwave's tough as a card shop owner. We we've lived out of our microwaves for many years, right. and so you got to like target food. Like, would you say pizza? No, because it comes out horrible. Like, you microwave pizza, you got to give it like what, like four or five minutes. Before you can actually like really eat it, so that's a no. Yeah, right. microwave popcorn. Sorry, all the way. Is that boring? Did I did I let no, you down? No, 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 that's good. I, I I like I I happen to prefer the microwavable kettle corn uh, popcorn. I like the little the little sweet there, and you know I have been known to maybe uh, put a few M and M's in the bag as well. So whoa, wait, 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 what? What is yeah. this? Yeah, you put some M and M's in the bag. Check it up. Good. I did not know this. I was yeah. this year. I was this many years old. Awesome, awesome, Mike. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Everybody else, uh, Mike, hang out backstage. Everybody else, we will be back tomorrow, early tomorrow, uh, around twelve, twelve thirty central. We are going to hang out uh, with Moose and Mickey James from Impact Wrestling uh, live in the Beckett offices as we open up some impact wrestling cards series four i believe so hang out for with us tomorrow with that don't miss it until then good afternoon and god bless